0: Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of the Positive Way podcast, and part one of a five-part series focusing on athlete self-worth and well-being. I'm Dana Smith, and in this episode, we'll take a look at how we can create an environment for our program that will encourage self-acceptance and environmental mastery where we train, compete, and coexist as athletes and leaders. First, we should consider what we can generally do to create this environment. Start by promoting a positive attitude towards your sport and your athletes. Make a focused effort to maintain that magic ratio of five to one when delivering positive comments and criticism. Direct your comments towards mastery of tasks you place in front of them and the fulfillment of their role on the team. Promote the multiple talents of your athletes, not just their athletic interests. Support their abilities in the classroom, creating accountability for their academic growth, reminding them that student is the first part of student athlete. In addition, support other talents they may have, such as the arts, other sports, and interests outside of being a student athlete. When discussing past performance, focus on mastery and looking on the next areas to work towards mastery. Treat competition and performance as an opportunity for learning and keep a positive attitude towards these past performances, regardless of the results. This will allow them to accept where they are in the process and give them control over their learning in our team environment. Work towards mastery of technique in your sport. This allows all members of the team to work towards growth at their level. Success through progress leads to a feeling of self-worth as they accept their level of ability and work to advance through hard work and continued growth. And don't forget to take care of your own self-acceptance and environmental mastery. Be in control of your own activities by scheduling time for teaching, coaching, family, personal relationships, and your physical health. As you successfully manage these areas in your life, your well being remains a priority and allows you to better serve those you lead through modeling and the positive results you acquire through control of your own environment. Let's move into looking at some examples of actions we can take on a weekly and daily basis in order to continually promote our athletes' feeling of self-worth and mastery of their environment. We can share stories of ethical behavior from sports and real-life situations to make connections with your athletes' core values. Have them discuss what actions they would take in these situations that would align with these values. Environmental mastery is developed through this examination as athletes consider how to make choices that align with their core values. We can have athletes journal a reflection of three actions from the week that they're proud of to build self-worth through positive view of past performance and actions that led to success during the week. The coaching staff can meet one-on-one with assigned athletes and include conversation points about aspects of their lives outside of sports. This gives a perspective about multiple aspects of an athlete's life and shows an interest in athletes beyond sport that will contribute to the development of their self-worth. Include your staff in the process by assigning them techniques or strategies to teach and develop during the week. Have discussions in coaching meetings about the, how the week will progress. Your staff also needs to feel some control over the team environment and to feel self-worth through their contributions to the progress of the team. And finally, let's take a look at some actions that we must avoid. We should work to never let our actions take away from the self-acceptance or environmental mastery for those under our leadership. Creating situations that damage the contentment and control those under our direction have with themselves and the environment in which we work together will negatively impact their self-worth and well-being. For example, showing disappointment in an athlete's performance through words, body language, or continuing to focus on past mistakes does not allow them to move on to improving and creates a negative atmosphere. We should never criticize the personal attributes of those under our leadership or use these qualities as a source of humor. Criticizing or attempting to be humorous in this way might seem harmless, but it creates victims and disconnection for those who are the target. This does not allow for self-acceptance and negatively impacts the ability to feel control of the environment in which we work. Leaders cannot be unaccepting of others' personalities. When we appear to be forcing others to change who they are, when this doesn't undermine others or cause harm to members of the team, then it is critical to their self-worth that we do not give those under our leadership the impression that who they are is not good enough. We must make a concerted effort to make sure we do not create an environment where athletes and coaches feel they have no control. It is critical to share decision-making responsibilities with members of the team and coaching staff in order for them to feel some control over the team environment. And lastly, leaders should not use negative self-talk towards themselves. Your own self-acceptance is critical as a role model and for addressing your own self-worth. If you are to be the best leader that you can be, it's critical that you do not do damage to your own well-being and self-worth. When we consider the self-worth and well-being of those under our leadership, an important piece is the self-acceptance and environmental mastery of those we lead. As coaches and leaders, we have the ability to create an environment that builds upon these areas of our athletes' growth. Or we can do great damage. To create a process that will be positive, we must develop a general plan that includes specific ways to execute that plan. We must also be well aware and mindful of behaviors we must never exhibit to avoid doing damage to those who look to us to be positive leaders. Thank you for joining me for part one of our five part series addressing well being and self worth. My shout out this week goes out to the middle school cross country coaches I had the pleasure to work with over the past few weeks. Six weeks ago, they were presented with a plan to start a program from scratch while moving to in-person instruction. Their positive energy and hard work created a much needed experience for our student athletes to promote their self-worth and well-being. These coaches are a perfect example of what positive coaching means. I cannot be more grateful for their work and I am in admiration of what they accomplished. Next week, our discussion will be directed at promoting personal growth for the members of our programs. Until next week, keep it positive.